Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, reveling, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Anyone that once lived a rough life laden with sin and debauchery, like the one described in the first line of this passage, can relate to the author's point. He reminds us that it is indeed a common and natural thing that once you have become saved, repented, and turned away from your old lifestyle, that people that you used to run with will now think you strange and will even speak ill of you. Matthew chapter 5 verse 11 tells us this, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and shall persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. My friend, if there is one thing that you can count on once you become a true Christian is that people are going to attack you with their words at the very least. They will gossip, they will lie, they will accuse, they will say all manner of evil against you. But Jesus tells us to rejoice at this, that it is a great honor to experience such contradictions against us as even our own Lord did. For not only does it make you a partaker in the sufferings of Christ and affords you rewards in heaven if handled with humility and love, but it also shows you that you truly have changed sides in this war of souls. It is a good thing to be counted as an enemy of the enemy of God. Remember that the only people that never come face to face with the devil are those who are already at his side. Now smile at the honor of knowing that hell knows your name and is threatened enough by your conversion to pour out its limited resources against you. Even more amusing still, I find, is when you realize that the devil can't win this attack unless you let him. Therefore, you can enjoy letting him fruitlessly waste his resources on you with a smile on your face and a pout on his. Simply don't allow anything he uses others to do to get you walking in the flesh against them. After all, it's not even them, it's the devil. And if you want to further frustrate him, then love and pray for the ones he uses. Because when you do this, then not only has he wasted his resources on you, 
But he's also exposed his allegiances to you. His pawns, his insurgents in their attempts to attack you. Therefore, thank God for this intel and pray for the pawns. Because once you have the realization of this revelation, then you can with all confidence let the flesh in others rage against you while you walk in the spirit in peace and in assurance that if God be for you, who can be against you? In Psalms 119, verse 164, we read this, Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. O God, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. My friend, men will judge you with their lips according to their fleshly understanding or lack thereof it. You simply stay in a place of prayer, being led peaceably and faithfully by the Spirit. Seek, hear, trust, obey. This is how the faithful pray. Do not get mad at the people being used, or the devil wins both you and them. Don't get fearful or worried. Just take everything to God in prayer and press on, praising, knowing that now principalities may stand at odds with you, but power, peace, and providence stand with you and for you. Or rather, you stand with him. Congratulations on joining God's side, where we do not fear the war, for we stand with the lion of the tribe of Judah who has all power, authority, dominion, and might in his roar. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 6 says this, For this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that though they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but they live according to God in the spirit. And even more than simply when you get saved, but my friend, as you advance in the kingdom, this will not cease. There will be those that God calls you away from, not because they did something wrong, but simply because they're not going where you're going. Sometimes God gives us tests and some pass and some don't. Some have to repeat the class and some need to move on to a different wilderness. You've got to be willing to follow after Jesus. And sometimes they don't see what you're seeing. They're not getting the same instruction. So they don't understand what you're doing. And they may even rise up against you for it. They may begin to slander, to accuse, to speak against you falsely. But you have to love them. You have to be obedient to what the Lord is telling you to do in each season. But nevertheless, you're going to keep praying. You're not abandoning them. You are progressing and you're going to continue to fight for them. Let us learn these lessons. Let us not act according to the flesh or what we see or understand, but in everything with prayer and supplication, let us come before the Lord with humility and patience and seek his wisdom and not act on our feelings. 
John chapter 15 verse 18 tells us this, But if the world hates you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world will hate you. Many times even your own friends, allies, and family will rise against you. Jesus said that a man's foes would be even those of his own household. But nevertheless, you've got to learn to see the puppeteer and not just the puppets. You've got to see the bigger picture of what's happening. And you need to be encouraged by the fact that you are worthy of the attacks of the enemy. There's no greater endorsement under heaven than to be hated by hell. The devil is a limited created being. He is not omnipotent. He is not omnipresent. He has limited resources. He can't be everywhere at once. He doesn't have all power and authority. He has to manipulate and work in limitations. So whenever he's working on you and you don't let it work or bear fruit, then his resources are wasted on you. And that makes him very frustrated, which means that you ought to be dancing and rejoicing and praising. And even more than all that he wasted, he also exposed his position, his tactics, his influences. And now you can counter them. With prayer, with praise, with proclamation, with the fruits of the Spirit, with correction, with teaching, with revelation, with whatever the Holy Spirit gives you for them. And this does the enemy loses what he had if you react with wisdom, patience, and confidence in the power of our Christ and the leading of his Holy Spirit. Lord, give us wisdom in this arena. Give us character that reflects Jesus. Give us a drive to pray and to fight and to fast for those who allow themselves to be influenced. Lord, help us to be an example to them of the uncommon, unimaginable, unmatchable love of our Christ. And how can we ever have the opportunity to demonstrate it except that we are attacked? So Lord, we give you praises in trials and in tribulations, in limitations and in infirmities, because it is in these things that your majesty, your strength, your power, your glory, your name, your truth, and your anointing comes through. It's through our brokenness that they truly get to see you. The light shining on the inside when we lay down our pride and walk in newness of life. Oh, let the joy of the Lord be our strength, a joy in the revelation and in the truth that we are loved by you. And even if all men revile and refute, as long as we are pleasing to our King, we will keep on marching and singing and praising and smiling in the face of our enemies. So Lord, we take a moment to pray for them today. Lord, each one of us individually under the sound of my voice and then all of us together corporately, we unite because you said that there is power in the unified prayer that where two or three are gathered together in your name, touching and agreeing 
on anything according to your will and your purpose. You will hear them and we know that your word says that it is not your will that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. So we know we are in agreement with you in this prayer in unity with your spirit. Lord, we pray for the salvation of those who are allowing themselves to be led by another spirit, by anything other than your Holy Spirit, because your Holy Spirit teaches us to be holy, to be peaceable, to be kind and to be gentle, to help one another, to love our brother, Lord. So for those who have risen up against us for simply trying to be obedient to the teachings of Jesus, you said this is a surefire sign that they are not hearing from the Father, that they are being led of another spirit. So Lord, now that they have been exposed, each person listing those names off in their heart, lifting them up to you in prayer. We come into agreement with them right now. Everyone together, Lord, save them, change them, deliver them, set them free, set their feet to dancing and use them for your glory. Bring a testimony that will bring shame and reproach and exhaustion and discouragement to the enemy, that his weapons not only not prosper against us, but that they actually be turned against him in the process. Oh Lord, let Haman be hanged on the very gallows that he built for Mordecai. Let every vessel that has been used to attack your children be brought to a place of humble repentance. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that you open the eyes of their understanding and show them themselves as they really are. Let them see that they are being manipulated by the enemy. Lord, give them a revelation of the destination that they would take seriously, the state of their soul. Let them cry out to you for forgiveness as we forgive them for their trespasses against us. And Father, as they do, we pray that you bless them in abundance, both in this life and in the one to come. Lord, pour out your giftings upon them, your resources, your gifts, and your provisions that they could take them and use them themselves against the works of the enemy. Oh Lord, you did not deliver me for me to sit easily and idly by. You delivered me so that I could join the fight. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.